Hello, and thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. The title of today's post is More Than Enough, with more added to that. In discussing why persevering prayer is necessary when praying for our prodigals, we have looked at several issues. First, we noted that God's power is present in us, the church, not just in heaven. And God wants to release this power from us. Yesterday, we said that spiritual power is a measurable force, and different amounts are needed to accomplish different things. When God's plan is to release His power from us, we must continue releasing Holy Spirit's power until a sufficient amount has flowed to accomplish the task. We'll continue this discussion today. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21 are two significant verses. Now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus, to all generations forever and ever. Now, let me get somewhat technical. Trust me, it will be worth it. The phrase exceeding abundantly beyond, that's a mouthful, isn't it? Exceeding abundantly beyond is one compound word in the Greek text. Hooper ekparisu. This word isn't found in older Greek literature, but it is in the biblical writings. It's almost like God was saying, they don't have anything that communicates who I am, what I can do. I've got to make up, a, get, create a word myself. <laughs> Through the use of this fascinating word, Holy Spirit is making an important statement. The root word, parasas, in and of itself means superabundant. In other words, more than abundant or more than enough. The added prefix, hooper, H-U-P-E-R, however, gives the word another beyond or more than. His power is more than, more than enough. <laughs> and yet the ek, E-K, Hooper ek paris, the ek form of the word strengthens it further. This new word literally means super abundantly with more added to that, or beyond more than, more than enough, or perhaps more than, more than enough and more. Philip Varady, Sr., explains it as follows, and I give you the entire quote here, but I'm only going to read a portion. He says, Parasos, the, and he's quoting from Vines when he says this, Vines Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words. Vines uh, says, Parasos, the basic word, conveys the sense of an amount beyond the normal measure, or abundantly, or, or abundantly. 
Then Hooper Parasas, Vine says, a strengthened form of the basic, which signifies exceeding abundantly. And finally, Hooperic Parasu, which is still further strengthened from which form which requires yet another modifier to indicate its superiority beyond merely exceeding abundant. Let me just say that again. It indicates the words, or God's, superiority beyond merely exceedingly abundant. That's not enough. But would, he says, saying it that way would just be awkward in English. It'd be awkward to say it. It would be, you'd have to say, and this is a quote from him, very extremely, extraordinarily abundant. Very extremely, extraordinarily abundant. Which borders, he says, on incomprehensible. He says it'd be easier just to translate it infinitely. And I'm down for that. Infinitely. In this verse, Paul, describing God's power at work in us, says, God has enough power to do super abundantly beyond, with even more added to that, what we can even ask or think. Finite human language cannot describe our infinite God. He's simply too great, too powerful, too good. But this isn't the end of the verse. The last half of Ephesians 3.20 tells us God is going to do this more than, more than enough through the power that works in us. Not just in heaven, in us. This all-powerful God has taken up residence in us. An expanded translation of the New Testament, that's the title, by Kenneth Wiest, is the most literal and exact translation of the New Testament I know of. Wiest points out the incredible superabundant power of God, but also makes clear that that it is based on the measure of its operation in us. In other words, if this doesn't automatically happen, we have to cooperate. We must cooperate with Holy Spirit, drawing on, activating, and releasing His power. We says, now to the one who is able to do beyond all things, super abundantly beyond and over and above those things that we're asking for ourselves and considering. In the measure of the power which is operative in us. Incredible. James 5.16 tells us the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. King James. Again, Wiest gives us added insight, translating it this way. A prayer of a righteous person is able to do much as it operates. Notice the verse doesn't say prayer of a righteous person is able to do much because it causes God to operate. Well, God certainly does operate from heaven in response to our prayers, releasing his power. At times, however, his power flows 
directly from Holy Spirit in us as we speak his words. Peter was used to heal the lame man. In Acts 3, 6, he said, such as I have, I give you. It was obviously Holy Spirit's power, but it was released from him. Not from heaven, from him. The verse in James is making this point. The Amplified translation reads, the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, is dynamic in its working. The prayer is dynamic in its working. Notice the word continued. The Amplified captures the present tense meaning of the verb. This is why Elijah, when producing the provision of rain, this verse in James is referring to, continued to pray and release the power of God seven times. His prayers were releasing power each time he prayed. I'm not implying that we can release this power according to our will and pleasure. We must be led by the Spirit in this regard and release His power as He directs us. Yet, we must do so, commanding His kingdom authority and power into situations and His will to be accomplished just as Jesus told us in Matthew 16, 18, and 19. Yesterday, I mentioned praying a year for a girl in a coma, an hour or two each week. I'm confident I was releasing the power of Holy Spirit every time I prayed. Finally, enough power was released and the miracle occurred. As you declare God's word and promises over your prodigal, his power is being released. No word from him returns void without accomplishing its purpose, Isaiah 55, 11. Each time you declare the power of Satan's hold broken over them, his hold weakens. Every time you declare the power of the cross over them, more of it flows to them. Don't stop. Persevere. They're coming home. Let's pray. And I'm going to include, I, I include a lot of references for you here. I'm not going to say them all, but they're here in the text. So you can read these verses and formulate your own prayer from them and know that this is scriptural. Father, we thank you for your desire to save all people. You certainly desire to open the eyes of our prodigals and draw them back to you. Holy Spirit is willing to release his power from us to see them set free from Satan's control. And we thank you for your grace, mercy, and love. We bind every strategy of Satan to keep and his demons to keep them blinded. And we release Holy Spirit's power now to bring them to their senses, just as it did in the story of the prodigal in Scripture. We declare that the blood of Jesus delivers them from the power of darkness and brings them into his kingdom. 
We release the power of the Holy Spirit to break strongholds of pride and wrong thought processes off of them. We destroy those arguments in Jesus' name. We ask you to send laborers to them, the appropriate people and messages to communicate to them what is needed. We're confident you will do this because it is your will that they be saved. And in Christ's powerful name, we pray. Amen. And our decree. We decree that the power of God is being released to our prodigals, destroying every stronghold of darkness and setting them free. Amen. Well, you pray that prayer every day. God of the Holy Spirit will give you your own prayers and we're going to see these prodigals come in. I promise you we're going to see these prodigals come home. And by the way, all prodigals are not your kids. Your prodigal away from God, maybe your dad or mom, brother or sister, those that have wandered away, they're coming home. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you tomorrow.